Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Good morning, Super Ninfrenos, and welcome to a very special episode of Nintendo Voice Chat. Brian comes to terms with his nitrous addiction. No, I'm just kidding. We finally got the long-awaited, highly anticipated June Nintendo Direct in the form of a Nintendo Direct mini partner showcase that focused mostly on third-party games. But whatever, we will take it. I am your host, Seth Macy. I am joined by the award-winning Cat Bailey, Pear Schneider, and Brian Altano. Greetings, all. You... Hold on, you can't do that joke and then cut to me and I'm laughing because it just makes it look like I have a nitrous addiction. <laughs> like if you had said something else like that like would make me sad and I'm laughing, then I could, you know, throw people off the trail. But for now, just oh, got it. I don't have a nitrous addiction. We're here for you. We're here for you. Regardless. No. Yeah. It, it's a special uh, episode because it's Tuesday and I believe it is 4.30 in the morning in the on the West Coast. Right That's right. Now. So yeah, something uh, it, like it's that. noon here and I'm getting real hungry for mm. lunch. But... Let's dive right in to the discussion of today's Nintendo Direct Mini. The biggest surprise of the show, I think it's probably one of the things that everybody was the most hopeful for, was Persona 5 Royal finally coming to Nintendo Switch October 21st. Oh, but also Persona 4, Persona 4 Golden and Persona 3 Portable are coming soon, whatever that means. Who's excited for Persona 
5 coming to Nintendo Switch. I'm looking at you, Kat. This has been a long time coming. I think <laughs> literally as soon as we heard that the Nintendo Switch had been announced, we were like, Persona 4 Golden would be really great on the Nintendo Switch. And then it just kept never happening because apparently there's like an exclusivity deal going on with PlayStation of some sort that we don't know about. And then, of course, Persona 5 came out. Joker came on to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. And we were like, okay, now for sure, Persona 5, definitely going to be on Nintendo Switch. Kept never happening. Yeah. Finally, it's happening. I'm very excited. I'm, I mean, I'm excited 10 years ago. <laughs> oh, uh, no, what? How does that I, even like, work? Look, I love Persona 5. I think it's <laughs> incredible. That's the Switch tagline. And I, and I think <laughs> if, if, you've never, if you've never played it and you've been wondering what all the fuss is about, it's just a fantastic RPG where even the, even the menus have like are oozing style. Like every... Every corner of that game is so wonderfully designed from the music to the characters to the crazy levels. You have to play it if you haven't played it. One of the best role-playing games of all time. But I'm just not so excited because it's a giant game that I don't think I'll play again. I'm not going to find those 100 hours somewhere in my schedule. And so to everybody who's never played it, you're getting top-tier gaming. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's Persona 5 Royal as well. So right. it's uh, the best version. And yep. P4 Golden, P3 Portable, you're, you're set. You never have to play any more games ever. That is, uh, like, it, you know, a lot of the announcements in this Direct, it's not just one Mega Man game, it's like 10, right? <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's the same here where it's it's a pretty daunting collection to uh, to play through all the Personas, but amazing games. It is a... Well, it, yeah, what were we going to say, Seth? I was going to say, it's actually, it's not a collection. They're releasing right. um, at different times. And somebody in the Facebook group, the NBC Facebook group, group noticed that the persona 5 royal edition is getting a physical release which hey. oh boy very nice very yeah. excited for that one but brian what were you going to say in regards to persona i know you're a huge jrpg fan I, i'm i'm I actually I, I do love jrpgs i i tried to dabble in the persona games before and it, they just didn't click with me but i'm happy for the people who are excited for them to what kat was saying I, it is a sort of fascinating stagger of getting joker and smash what like Three, four years ago, like how many? How many game awards wow. ago was that? <laughs> it was right World after Smash premiere. Brothers yeah. Ultimate came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And so um, it is. It is a long time coming, and I'm happy for the people who are excited for this. I think yeah. that it works especially well on a portable device yep. because it's kind of a bite-sized thing, right? Because you're going day by day. You're in a high school life. And so you're like, I'm going to play a couple days in Persona 5 Royal. Okay, that was nice. And then you turn it off and you can kind of move on. Now, granted, the text boxes take a long time. The dungeons are pretty intense. But um, ultimately, I feel like these games were made to be on a handheld device rather than just sitting and staring at your normal TV all the mm -hmm. time. So uh, I'm glad yeah. to have the option for once. That's where I'm at. I have it on PlayStation 4 and I started playing it and I was like, oh, this is really great. But I just don't. And it's so stupid. I don't like playing RPGs Aww. on the TV. On the, I like playing handheld. I like being able to put it down when I want to put it down and fall asleep. So I'm very excited to play Persona 5 on the Nintendo Switch. What I think is ultimately going to happen after all my talking is I'll probably just play it on the, the TV. <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> but yeah, that's, a, that's probably the biggest news I would say out of the direct. I don't know if anybody wants to disagree with me, but I'm the host, so I can say whatever I want. I no, know that people for are it. very excited. Thanks. Oh, all right. Uh, I wobbly, wobbly. <laughs> I think, I think near Automata coming to the Switch is also pretty big news. Yeah. Yep. That's yes. another 2017 Darley did really well 6.5 million copies sold that's really really good given never that, would have that yeah. the original mm -hmm. year did like a hundred thousand right yeah. so just think about that leap and i think that it's going to go over really really well with uh switch fans yeah as, as far as bigger announcements there, there definitely wasn't a third party megaton right this is not the right the 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 gamecube resident evil rollout or anything like it but there there were a couple of other announcements of you know original titles we didn't know about from devolver or from uh you know from square a yeah. new full-fledged uh you know uh farming adventure game there, there are obviously a lot of those out there if you boot up steam you'll find a lot of cozy games nowadays and lots of farming games but this is you know a top studio making a game in a popular genre so i'm really looking forward to what they bring to the table it looks pretty good yeah, yeah. harvest We'll get into those uh, games a little bit later, but I also wanted to bring up uh, how the show opens 
with Monster Hunter Rise mm-hmm. Sunbreak. We get a story trailer. And uh, I really like Monster Hunter Rise. It's the only Monster Hunter that stuck with me. And I've been wanting an excuse to get back into it. And that trailer was really hype. I really liked that trailer a lot. And now I wasn't sure if I was going to get Sunbreak. I'm kind of leaning towards it now. So mission successful, Capcom. Way to go. Your marketing <laughs> has worked on me. Anyone else excited to play some Sunbreak? Uh, Seth, did you ever finish Monster Hunter Rise? I'm just out of No, just... I didn't finish. Okay. My youngest son and I were going to play it together. He was very excited. And then he went and he played another thousand hours of Gary's Mod because that's what teenage <laughs> boys do now. So we unfortunately, I, no. In my family, we played a lot of Monster Hunter Rise, but then my daughter had to go back to Japan to college and mm. her dorm collect connection is awful. Um, so, you know, she's coming to visit again, again this summer. Maybe we'll hey, pick it up and play some Sunbreak. Go. Because, yeah, it looks it looks good. I mean, the, the Capcom just has a way with big stuff on screen that, you know, yeah. you kind of have to squint and go, wait, is this running on Switch? Some of the some of the creatures just look incredible, I think. Does anybody else want to um, blame their children for why they didn't finish a video yeah. game? Yeah. All the discourse Now's is... Now's <laughs> <laughs> Speak now. Well, it's clearly her fault. It is her fault, no. yeah. And you know what? And, and Seth, it's your kid's fault too. Yep. You know? Yeah, it is. Little tyke fella. Cat, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were you saying? I was going to say all the discourses. Are you going to play on Switch or are you going to play on PC? But Ooh, I, put like I know that a lot of people want that. Yeah, that 60 FPS mm-hmm. uh, goodness, but I don't know. It's fun to play on the Switch. It's a. It's probably the best looking game on Nintendo Switch. You in think my so? opinion. Yeah, what do you I think, think so. it's the best Monster looking Horizon. game on Switch? I think Breath of the Wild is still up there. Yeah. Well, okay. well yeah, I would Breath say of... I would say Mario is probably the prettiest. I, I'm biased, but I, I honestly think Link's Awakening just because of the art style. I think it's like I know I was yeah. on set, uh, Summer Games Done Quick yesterday. Yeah. Oh my god, it looks so good. It, 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 that's also very pretty. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's definitely the the Nintendo third party, Nintendo first party stuff. It still looks the best, right? Mm-hmm. Well, okay, yeah. fair enough. I mm-hmm. will say that uh, Monster Hunter Rise looks better than I think it has any right to look. As far as just yeah. technical achievement on Switch, I think technically it looks better than even the first party Nintendo games. It's a great game and it's very fun. And now we can all play it again. Hundred, Kat, you have a hundred hours into Monster yeah, Hunter Rise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get a group in a game like Monster Hunter Rise and you just play pretty regularly. And we managed to get all the way up to HR 100. And so Sunbreak's gonna come out, it's gonna have the master rank. So you got more stuff to grind toward, more all gear. Right. All your gear is useless now. It's going to be great. (laughs) (laughs) So I am looking forward. And then they add a lot of quality of life improvements to uh, Sunbreak. Um, They're escaping me. I wish we had Casey here to tell us all about I was going to say, yeah, Casey is probably having an absolutely wonderful day. Mm -hmm. So I think if you missed Rise the first time around, like this is actually a pretty great time uh, to get into it. Unfortunately... Um, Monster Hunter World had a great way to be able to grind through really fast and get to the, you know, the expansion content, but not this time. So mm-hmm. just settle well, in and grind. <laughs> Monster Hunter Rise, I believe, is on sale right now for their hey. big, uh, what are they? They're calling it the big old summer sale. So if you want to pick it up, I think it's like half off. So that's exciting. So, all right. Another Capcom game, which, uh, I wasn't expecting. And also, I have never played any of these games. Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. Ten <laughs> games. That's a and threat. These are, <laughs> which is, all right, first of all, I didn't know there were ten uh, Mega Man Battle Network games. I thought there was like three for some reason. No. So I've never played any of these games with the exception, uh, I think I played one of them for my Analog Pocket review. I'm a huge sucker for the Mega Man collections. Um, I have them several times because I love them all so much. Mega Man is like one of my favorite characters of all time. So with, I'm really yeah, looking forward to it. With this. Japanese series, it's kind of hard to tell how many there are because they're not ever numbered one, two, three. There's always like X tilde dash 19 Atelier <laughs> edition, right? So yes. yeah, there are a ton of them. And I, to me, it's daunting. Um, you know, I've played a few of them back in the days, but I'm like, uh, I, 
I, I wouldn't even know where to start. <laughs> the first one? Yeah, I, that's which, a great which one place. Is <laughs> yeah. I, uh, there's a lot of love for the Battle Network games, which is funny because I remember back when they were still coming out, people were like, oh, another Battle Network game. Yep. Typical Capcom, mm-hmm. just running Capcom, Mega Man to the ground. Now people are like, you know what was amazing and underrated? Mega Man Battle mm-hmm. Network. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, it reminds me of like when we were getting a Castlevania game every year or two mm-hmm. and everybody was just kind of like, another one? <laughs> and then they just yeah. stopped forever. So good work, complainers. <laughs> Thanks a lot. No, this, I actually, I'm, I'm a fan of these collections. Um, I'm a big fan of, you know, finding any excuse to bring vintage legacy video games back to uh, modern platforms for, you know, historical preservation sake. And also because it's like, I don't know. People really love these games. And I, I, I'm in the same boat as as all of you. I was like a little confused in the moment of how many games were coming out. It felt like like a lot of games at the time were kind of chasing that um, Pokemon thing of like, mm-hmm. let's just have a bunch of different versions and you can interact with each other and stuff like that. Uh, IGN should do a list ranking all 10 of these games so people know where to start. I mean, you could start chronologically, of Ooh. course, but... Just throwing that out there. If anybody works at IGN <laughs> on this show, we can Get figure that out. Get him to do it. When he heard that Mega Man Battle Le- uh, Network Legacy Collection was coming, it was just like, yes. Nice. So yeah. there's your fan right there. Yeah, th- there it is. I'll, I'll, we'll go dump some work on Matt Kim's desk. Yeah. Award-winning journalist <laughs> he's Matt not Kim. Do- <laughs> he's not doing anything. Uh, yeah, it's... Um, it's the 10 games, and then they said something like a 1,000 images, like archival yep, gallery images, mm-hmm. which, oh, man. I love that stuff. Yeah, of, me too. I Yes, I absolutely love that. On the Mega, uh, Mega Man Legacy Collection and the Mega Man X Legacy Collections, it's just like these beautiful, you know, especially on a big screen TV, these just beautiful artworks that maybe you've never seen before. Um, I'm a total sucker for that. And also, I'm a sucker for a physical release. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm going to be buying this one. But if you download it, you can choose to get uh like one half or the other or both you don't have to get them all i guess it's a little little sample platter but Mm. this year i decided i actually wanted to like follow hockey a little bit more than just the most casual of casuals so i subscribed to a service that streams all of the nhl to your television uh the boston bruins home opener i went to watch it and boom blackout restrictions apply which i thought was kind of ridiculous because i'm still 200 miles away from boston but whatever had i had nordvpn that wouldn't have been a problem i would have just gone in changed my settings to another geographic area and boom i could have been watching all the boston bruins home games like it was nothing at all so now i have nordvpn and i could watch the home games of my local teams streaming without being frustrated it's the same thing with like netflix it has all these complicated licensing rules which from one country to another don't really make sense so something you could watch on south korean netflix you won't be able to watch on the united states netflix unless nordvpn boom switch south korea and you're watching whatever korean drama that you want i highly recommend you do that i haven't done it myself but people seem to enjoy them and who am i to try to bring down people's enjoyment uh nordvpn more than just entertainment and sports availability it's going to protect you especially when you're traveling when you're using public wi-fi people are trying to get in there they're creeping on you bad actors people trying to steal your password your bank account details who knows what the government's doing these days i can't keep track they're all over the damn place nordvpn it's going to protect you. It's going to protect up to six devices because I know you have at least that many devices in front of you right now that can hook up to the internet. Boom. Fastest VPN in the world. You're not going to get any buffering. You're not going to get any lagging. Uh, it's going to stop your ISP from bandwidth throttling, which they do. That's kind of sneaky, especially how much you're paying those guys. There's threat protection to protect you from viruses and malicious malware and whatever else. Uh, um unsavory actors are out there if you want to get the best discount off your nord vpn plan go to nordvpn.com slash nintendo vc that's nordvpn.com slash nintendo vc victor charlie uh that link is also going to give you four extra months on the two-year plan there is no risk with nord's 30-day money-back guarantee that's nice of them and i appreciate that Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, and then the other really big news, which leaked yesterday, (laughs) was the the Mario Rabbids uh, release date, which is coming um, October 20th, which is going to be a busy october but yeah they showed off the the new style of play there's no more grid it's more like uh like a little circle area of effect type of thing probably the biggest surprise is bowser shows up at the end with a giant like bazooka <laughs> like mm-hmm. see in october when you said leaked i immediately heard yoda's voice saying ubisoft, <laughs> ubisoft. yeah everything everything ubisoft leaks it's pretty crazy um I, I loved seeing the the new footage. Obviously, having having Bowser on your team is cool, but like, I I'm, I'm looking forward to playing it because it's so different, right? You used to, like in Fire Emblem, you used to be able to draw your path and tell your character where to go, and now it's basically it's an arena and you freely run around and then you know you trigger an attack when you found the place. So it is it looks to be playing very differently, and maybe they're trying to speed it up and make it a little bit less daunting for people who are not in, into turn based. Yeah, which is interesting because like the last game was a hit, right? It sold really well. Oh yes, it seems like critically critically acclaimed. Uh, yeah. Audiences loved it. So I, I'm I'm wondering if they like focus tested this and they were like ditch the grid. It's it's interesting to me, but I'm yeah. I'm down to try it. Yeah. Well, there it is, October twentieth, and we're gonna take a very quick break uh, down a warp pipe, which we can't jump through because that is only something Miyamoto can do. We're gonna have plenty more of the recap from the Nintendo Direct Mini. So stick around because Nintendo Voice Chat will be right back. In five, four, three, two. We're out of space. On it. We're going live. Unleash the power of the Samsung 980 Pro PCIe 4.0 NVMe SSD for next level computing and double the data transfer rate of PCIe 3.0. It's 12 times faster than Samsung SATA SSDs, making for a whole new user experience. It's easy to install. Boost your PC performance, load games faster, and more reliably, no matter how intensive the workload. The Samsung SSD 980 Pro and 980 Pro with heatsink are proud partners of IGN's Summer of Gaming. We're good. In five, four, three, two. Welcome back to Nintendo Voice Chat, where we are excitedly recapping the Nintendo Direct Mini. So let's get right back into it. Oh my goodness, was there some RPG goodness. There was RPG time, as a matter of fact. Oh no, that's not what the discussion is. That was an actual game. But yeah, (laughs) uh, we've already talked about Persona coming to Switch, which is probably the hugest RPG news. Um, But there's also this new game from Square Enix called Harvestella, which I am really into. Uh, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, they called it a life sim RPG. Cat, um, I would like to throw to you. Would you please explain to the to the folks at home a little bit about this game and why it has you excited? Well, I was watching the trailer and it looks a little bit like Final Fantasy, but in Stardew Valley, um, mm-hmm. right? Bit of yes. Rune Factory vibe, um, and it's not a top down situation. It's fully three D, a lush world. You're doing farming, you're fighting monsters, you're casting spells, you're kind of in a fantasy world. I'm like, okay, I love the art style of Harvestella. It's kind of a dumb name, but I think pretty much everything else really works with this one. Yeah, it does sound like a German hazelnut spread. Um, <laughs> like, not sure about that name, but yeah, it looks it looks really cool. And and again, you know, as I mentioned, it's a it's a big genre now, right? Like yeah. farming games used to be a niche, and there was at one point one game in town. Then it blew up on Facebook, and everybody started playing farming games. Uh, and now they're obviously everywhere. But um, yeah, I'm curious what they do with game systems and the kind of art rpg side of it because Mm -hmm. 
that that was always I always ran out of steam in farming games when it when it was just about the crops and the relationships and the towns. But mm. once games opened up and actually had questing and dungeons and all of that, then then it became really interesting. Yeah, this game looks awesome. It's honestly probably one of my favorite games of the direct today in terms yeah, of like yeah. big new surprises and stuff like that. And I'm totally with you both. The, the idea of just like playing a game that's just an RPG or just a, another Harvest Sim is fine. We have enough of those. But kind of like jamming both of those together into something new, um, especially with this art style, is something I'm all, I'm all over. Yeah, yeah, and I think that when you hear Square Enix is doing a Stardew Valley slash Harvest Moon clone, you're like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. But like seeing the execution <laughs> is like, okay, all right, yeah. I'm in, I'll try this now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and it's also important to point out that you, you, you're doing your farming thing, you're fighting some monsters, but then there's the Quietus, which is like this big event that uh, kills everything. And so that's, I guess, maybe what uh, gives you your sense of purpose or urgency is that if you're not paying enough attention, um, the, a blight will come and kill everything. So that's in interesting your world. because Stardew Valley is all about like just take it at your own pace. Yeah, yeah like yeah, you can min-max it, but really you have all the time in the world. So to add urgency to this yeah. genre is not something that I usually am familiar with. Do you yeah. think it's like in Breath of the Wild where it's just like a RAM refresh where they just like <laughs> they put it in the Blood Moon and they're just like everything has there's too much going on on the Switch. The Purge. The Switch is sleepy. <laughs> I'd say that's entirely possible. Yes. But we'll f we'll find out. Uh, I don't recall off the top of my head when Harvestella is coming to Switch, but this would be a great point uh, time to point out that they mentioned that these were. <laughs> Uh, direct about third-party games coming out this year. Also, there were a lot of games coming out in 2023, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, uh, we talked a little bit about near. Uh, please help me automata? say this. Is it a Tomata or you. Automata? I never I know. know. I, I'm not from here, so I say uh, Automata. It's uh, if you say "ouch," it's an automatopoeia. So oh, that's right. Uh, that is true. That uh, that is coming. The end of your haha, which is hard. Another one that's hard to say, and I'm glad that they said it several times because I wouldn't have figured that one out. But we also had a little game called RPG Time, hmm. The Legend of Right, which I didn't know what to expect there. But it looks like this really cute little RPG game that I'll probably spend a lot of time in. The idea is that you're a kid named Wright, <laughs> and you're sketching in your, your notepad um, the RPG elements, and it looks really cool actually i don't yeah. know i'm i'm curious as to what everyone else thinks pair what do you think about this game I, i'm honestly i was kind of embarrassed by the fact that when i saw it i was like oh yeah i wanted to play this and it, it already came out on other platforms right so i remember seeing the original announcement i don't know when it was it was some like summer of gaming or game awards show right where it was revealed and like yeah the the way the presentation works it literally the entire rpg is set in this kid's sketchbook and it's like pieces like there's like different materials like uh, occluded together and it looked really really charming but then i totally forgot about it and i never played it so i i guess uh, i'll have to get it on switch now the switch is oops all rpgs mm -hmm. at this yeah point. yeah which I think I'm that's okay great. with. Yeah, yeah. No, yes. I'm, I'm definitely good with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this I yeah. I'm in the same boat as Pear. I did not. I guess I completely like blipped in my brain that this game existed already. Mm. But man, I love it. It's so cool looking. Like yeah. I love yeah. that art style. There, there's there have been a lot of attempts at like the sort of hand drawn art style in games to various degrees of success. Sometimes the drawings are ugly as hell and that doesn't necessarily <laughs> i won't call out any game specifically but you, you probably know what i'm thinking of um, <laughs> but uh this one specifically is just incredibly adorable and endearing i like the little there was like a little it looked like a game boy at one point i like yes. how it, yeah like there was like a d-pad made of cardboard and stuff like that i love that i love that whole aesthetic it's really um, creative. games that don't necessarily look like games are like always very kind of special to me because they're so rare yeah. right um and so yeah I, i'm i'm all over this game I guess I'll play it on Switch or I'll play it on the other platforms it's already been released on or, <laughs> you know, do yeah. the mind wipe and pretend it, it's brand new. Yeah. Sorry to hear you blipped. Um, it's 2022, Brian. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's been, yeah. you know, it's the nitrous. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you, your calculator is somehow a weapon or yeah. has something to do with the gameplay in this. I don't mm -hmm. know. It just 
it looks like everything I want. And there was something in the trailer that gave me like almost a 3D dot game hero vibes. I don't remember exactly what it was, but man, do I love that little game. And I wish that would come to Nintendo Switch. Yes. I mean, let's the Lost From Software Zelda Club. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Put that on, you know, I mean, obviously we have a lot of Zelda games on Switch, but put that one there too. Like Maybe there a, yeah. was a cease and desist at the time or something. It <laughs> oh. looked, it did look very much but, like but The but Legend of Zelda. But with voxels. I know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it didn't yeah. just look. <laughs> it played no, it like it the dungeons yeah. were. Zelda one, I, yeah. I think yeah. the, the boss key was uh, was this right here. Um, <laughs> yep. When you when you got like a item in the game from a treasure chest, it would go down and down. Yeah, <laughs> right, right on the precipice. Yeah. Well, RPG time looks like it hasn't uh, crossed any of those boundaries, and no. we'll be getting that on Nintendo Switch. Mm -hmm. I am very excited. Um, I it kind of reminds me of just when I was a kid. Anyway, like I would make these RPGs in my notebooks, where you know, and then we would play them. My friends and I, like a proto D and D type of thing, but it was just drawings and making adventures, and yeah. It excites my imagination, and I didn't expect that from a game called RPG Time. Seth, so. I, I literally used to make like little like paper handhelds with like a screen and like fake buttons. Oh yeah, with like little things on the side where you can make the characters fight. Like no, I didn't do anything like that. But yeah, 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 we would draw like make our like an index card and make it into a Game Boy and just be like, look at this, I'm playing. Isn't this so cool? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Yeah. It, was, it was like, and it's just really special to not have friends growing up. And... It was the best. Uh -huh. Oh yeah. man, nothing was better than your mom bringing home a stack of three by five index cards and a pencil. <laughs> and being like, I got you toys. <laughs> oh, thanks, mom. <laughs> I can't even tell how envious I am that you all have index cards and I'm here with just a boss key. Yeah, this, <laughs> this, is, the, this is the hottest toy of the year right here. Yeah, there it is. Yep. All right. Oh. This is probably the, the most exciting RPG news, if your name is Pear. Uh, the Live Alive demo is out right now. In fact, before the show, I was playing the Live Alive demo. Uh, you get the three chapters and just like the opening of it. I believe it's the Edo period of Japan. Yep. Uh, and I'm blanking on the other can two. Do the, the Chinese story too. The... Oh, okay. Yep. Um... Have you downloaded it yet? Yeah, I, I literally walking in the office, started downloading it um, and uh, played for exactly four seconds um, hey. and, and showed Kat and said, look, isn't it lovely? Uh, <laughs> yeah, look, so I'm really good. excited. And, and they're doing demos right again because your save progress actually carries over to the full game. So yes. this, is, this is such a wild card of a game where I, I, I think a lot of people need the demo to figure out if it's for them. Because it's a really unique RPG, and the battle system is, uh, you know, at least in the original, was um, was very, very different from Final Fantasies and uh, other contemporary games like that. But yeah, How so? Um, well, it was it was on a kind of a grid-based system, like we talked about Mega Man, oh. Mega Man Battle Network. It was a grid-based system where you position your character in different places. It's not left side versus right side. It's uh, it's very different. Um, ultimately, I don't think the battle system is the game's strength. It's the storytelling. The music and uh, and the way it all comes together and like what you're seeing when you start this demo, you can see all the chapters and you can pick from this rotating ring of characters to start one of the stories. And obviously, you got three available, um, and like all of that connects and it's beautiful. I love that. Yeah, game. I will let you know. I have played a little more of the demo than you, and the battle system is intact. I started with the uh, the the shinobi character. Yep. Because I'm a child of the 80s and the ninja <laughs> was the greatest thing to exist but yeah it is unbelievably good looking and i just wish that square enix would release every old game in the 2d <laughs> style which is something that they mentioned actually during the nintendo direct mini they specifically said the 2d 3d or the 3d 2d style which got me excited that maybe they were gonna talk about you know. wasn't there was a thing was there a quote like a couple weeks ago where their president was like mm. make more of these yeah yeah they look great yeah uh, it works yeah. as a live alive fan i'm curious like how's the transition into 2d 3d it looks just like you remember it but it yeah. doesn't right like live alive was the, one of the reasons people cited for it not being released in the west was that final fantasy had moved forward on the vision in the visuals department that live alive just kind of paled by comparison and they thought american players wouldn't be into it after seeing how good five and six looked right and so which was a pity it didn't look as good it's totally true now it obviously does um it the japan chapter was always gorgeous but some of the other chapters were a little drab looking um and that's all fixed now 
yeah i gotta say it is amazing looking incredible lighting effects the way that the um depth of field is achieved yeah. colors especially on the uh on the oled screen like yeah uh this is a game that i'm going to be playing a lot of and i'm pretty damn excited i pre-ordered it forever ago so hopefully that one doesn't get canceled like my pocky and rocky did but Aww. anyway yeah uh, whatever i'll get it on the gray market uh, <laughs> we don't buy have animals to take... on the gray market <laughs> no don't don't buy that buy only on the uh the, the colorful markets uh buy the <laughs> buy them there so we do have to take a very quick break so we can pull a kirby and randomly inhale something into our room to immediately alter our physical forms to comedic and sometimes grotesque results so stick around because we will be right back <laughs> Hi everyone, I'm Alan Wheeler here to bring you recaps of the best and biggest moments from Summer of Gaming. And I gotta say, this year has just been incredible. As you can hear, this year has been very exciting, and I'm so excited. Oh, Did you know they call Callisto the Dead Moon? Dead. Gives me chills. Every time. Welcome back to Nintendo Voice Chat's live coverage of today's mini Nintendo Direct. We're gonna keep the party going right now and continue to talk about all of the biggest, best, and wildest reveals from today. So let's do that. Hey guys. And then we're supposed to back. start yelling about it. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to just start screaming. Oh. Let's talk about the biggest show of the game, obviously, was uh -huh. what? Pac-Man, pack, <laughs> pack attack. Pac-Man repacked. Pac-Man repacked. Pac-Man world yes. repack. Pac-Man right. World Repack. Yes. Uh, Which is a remake of the, the 90s game. A repack. First one. Yeah, there's, there's, there's three, right? Um, yeah, those, those, ga those games were pretty decent. Um, they, they, they never, you know, they never rose to the height of like a Mario 3D game, but they were really competent games. And as you see, if you watch the footage, um, it mixes all sorts of different uh, play styles. So you got the exploration stuff, you got like shmup and racing and everything in there too. In terms of like vintage video game mascots that transition into 3D, valiant efforts there, you know? Like sure, there, yeah. <laughs> there have been larger stumbles. Um, I think they're, they're totally fine, serviceable kind of platformer collectathons. Um, and and they're fun and they're charming and i'm interested to see what they're doing in terms of modernizing these games and like back then the the, the issues with games like this were always stuff like camera and frame rate yeah they're stuff stiff, like that. yeah, so they, yeah, yeah. Their stuff exactly yeah. so hopefully they 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 update some of that stuff yeah i, I would say in general i think the the pac-man franchise has been pretty strong it's kind of like pac-man is such an odd character because the way he looked in the original is not the way he looks now, right? Like the and right. and and Namco has gone into all sorts of directions as to what the character looks like. Sometimes he's got legs, sometimes he has a top hat and all of that. But mm -hmm. like th this <laughs> this game, it looks like it's a celebration of all forms of Pac-Man. He even has like Pac-Man getting big, like he did in Super Pac-Man, for yep. example, right? Like his special powers. So um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Pac-Man fan. I am excited to revisit this one. But yeah, it does need a lot of work. Uh, I was going to ask um, you. Since you're a Pac-Man fan, when the arms and legs go away, is it like like what a like what a turtle does? No, it's more like <laughs> more like what hedgehogs do, where like they can be a ball of spikes and. Um... Yeah, this was all uh, explained when you blipped. Like it, it was, yeah, right. yeah, they figured right. it out. His legs are still there; they just kind of tucked in. Oh, so they just kind of like yeah. fold and yeah. just yeah. Look, okay. That makes no sense at all. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Somebody did an autopsy of a Pac-Man. That's yeah. horrible. And a Frankenstein. That's oh, wow. even and worse. one Dracula. <laughs> that is even worse. Mm -hmm. You don't want any more than one. Things mm -hmm. get scary. Kat, do you have anything to add to the pack? 
Versation. Wow, like I never really got around to playing those games. <laughs> was like, yeah, they're back, fun. Back in the day, so Pac-Man I have, day. however, been playing a lot of Pac-Man Championship Edition and stuff like that. That is fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, those Dang. games are great. Yeah. But it, but it's so funny, right? We're getting KO the Kangaroo and like all these kind of like games you hadn't thought about in so many years. They're they're coming back, and they're you know they're, there's definitely something there. Like many of them learned things from Mario 64 and had their own spin on it, and like you know soon you'll be swimming in the air of the acrobats again and all of that. So Pac-Man managed to remain relevant i think longer i mean it's funny because i was gonna say bomberman but we're getting another bomberman are like in this nintendo direct i think i honestly i think that was one of my highlights was Mm -hmm. uh bomberman you were talking earlier you played bomberman r which when it came out wasn't that great and got patched and got better and better and better yeah and this one, uh, they announced it day one with a 15v1 mode. So it has a uh, yeah. like a treasure chase mode where 15 players try to get to the treasure and one sad person, Seth, yeah. is going to have That's to me. defend that treasure chest. No, there's always... Um... Like, there's people who, like, when a new console comes out, they just kind of black out and they buy as many launch games as possible and a bunch of accessories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like when, when, like, when you have a new baby or something, you buy all this crap you'll never use. It doesn't matter if it's a bad game, it'll look great. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's why I had Summoner for PS2. (laughs) Yeah. And I remember, like, you know, the Switch came out, everybody was playing Breath of the Wild. People were playing even, you know, uh, Snipper Clips and a bunch of other games. Oh, yeah. And and I I was in all of them. uh, And then I was also like, but you guys want to play Barman? And everyone was like, no, no, thank you. And I was like, fine, I'll beat the entire single player mode in between all the Breath of the Wild stuff, snipper clips and everything else. And I really enjoyed it. And it's like, it's not, none of those games are like amazing, right? Like they're all a little rougher on the edges. They're, they kind of feel a little janky and a little cheap, but the core gameplay of Bomberman will always be really fun to me. I always have fond memories of local multiplayer yeah. in Bomberman. And I like what they're doing with this with this new one. Lots of nostalgia in this direct for sure. We also mm-hmm. got Portal. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. nostalgia. Portal Finally. Two. Yeah. Portal Two is officially retro. It's been ten oh, years. Man. That's nuts. That's so weird. Hey, yeah. Honestly, any any Nintendo fan who missed out on either one of those games um, when they came out, oh. those are freaking amazing. Just don't play them in a car. I will. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I will say even if you have played them and played them multiple times, one of the things that I always like am surprised by when I start that game up is first of all how I don't remember how to solve any of the puzzles, but second of all how fun it is to figure it out all over again. Like they hold up. The writing, of course, is the storytelling. Some of the, yeah. yeah, it's some of the best in video games. Period. Mm-hmm. But. And, I love the Portal games, and I will probably be getting. Them. And you'll be rewarded with a Jonathan Colton song, song at the end of each game, which is, you know, uh, each one of them will stick in your head for many, many years to come. Mm-hmm. Definitely a product of its time, but also it didn't, it doesn't feel that way. Like Jonathan Colton, when Portal, when Portal came out, was like, oh my god, they got, you know. Mm-hmm. this this guy to do a song, a secret song at the end of a video game. Yeah. Holy cow! And now you're like, wait. Who is that? But you already know yeah. the song anyway. You know all the memes about cake being a, a lie. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. You know, it, it's up in the air. But yeah. who? Who's? It comes out today, so I'm curious as yeah. to uh, who's who's adding this to their Switch SD card. Portal Two is my favorite video game ending of any time of of, of all really? time. It's yeah. so good. Come it's, on, I, it's not my favorite. Yeah, it is. It is oh, so good. We were number three game on our list of the top 100 games of all time. Yeah, right. So, yeah, play that one. Highly placed. Yeah. All right. Well, we need to talk about probably the most important game of all, which was Railgrade, which is a game where you lay down railroad tracks and you have to make deliveries as efficiently as possible. And best believe I was excited about this game. Who's with me? I'm with you. I was I was going to say, Seth, like this looks like a Seth game with well, the yep. moment I heard the title. And then when I saw the footage, it looks great. It looks yes. really, really cool. It looks like a big old mess when you got all the train tracks going. But like it looks very pretty, too. Yeah. I'm excited it, about it. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kat and Brian are also they're excited like, too, uh, but their cameras Japanese, seem to have frozen. Is it like the Japanese game, <laughs> the very famous series? Is, is that Momotaro? Oh, the Momotaro Dentetsu. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's an RPG and then there's a rail game. Yeah, yeah, no, the, yeah, that's the Dentetsu one. Um, uh, okay. Not Densetsu. Uh, so, the, the, you know, I, as a kid, I had a big train set. I had LGB Lehmann Grossbahn, you know, right. Lehmann Grossbahn, of course, right? Like big trains in my yard. They, they're all lost to time, unfortunately. So I think deep inside, I've always wanted to reclaim that that train set. And uh, this might be it. This might be yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm really 
interested to see what it actually it just seems like a resource management game where you just run trains but i want to know what like the depth of it is so i'm very excited oh we also did not talk about and i'm going to mispronounce this so please doraemon doraemon uh, story of, thank you yeah story of seasons which is already uh out in japan for quite a while but looks wonderful and is coming to the united states i don't have any familiarity with doraemon um <laughs> It's a little better that it's, no, it's gonna get better good. each time you say it. Yeah, yeah. Get closer. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's just your average uh, uh, propeller-headed like, robot cat with like a magical the cat. pocket. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh. yeah. Really popular right. uh, Japanese kids cartoon. You know, long running, like uh, probably longer than some of us have been alive. Um, and they they merged it with the first game. They merged it with uh, with Harvest Moon, and it's yeah. the it's the real. It's the real Harvest Moon team, so the Story of Seasons team, and it looks good. I, I didn't, I didn't play it yeah, when it, it came out. Yeah, it looks beautiful. It looks like uh, like watercolor, um, but yeah, I'm excited. Brian, you're gonna be doing some farming with a robot cat with a propeller on his head. I will not, but <laughs> I, I celebrate all of you who enjoy this character and his his farm stuff. Oh, I'm on. Mm-hmm. Is that re- is that his catchphrase? He just no, that's his what name. people scream. Oh, okay. They do. They just scream his yeah, name. Everybody just screams into the sky. No, this is they, <laughs> yeah, when I was the editor. Him. This goes back when I was the editor of IGN sixty four way back when n sixty four dot com. A Doraemon game came out and it was a big deal in Japan. It was really really bad. And when you booted the game up, it screamed. So our entire <laughs> office always screamed Doraemon at each other. What a time that must have been. There was like yeah. like 11 games on the entire N64. They, they, was, that, yeah. that was their whole job, was to talk about the only 11 games in the whole... Yeah, it was so good that's, back then. That's all, and we only played Doraemon you know? 64. Well, that's... We're going to be screaming Doraemon at each other when we get back with these Nintendo Direct uh, recaps. But first, we're going to take a quick break. So... Don't worry, because we will be back faster than a rubber band AI uh, in, <laughs> in Mario Kart. So uh, I, I'm just messing this up. Just come back. We're going to have a good time. So stick around. Welcome back to Nintendo Voice Chat. We are just about done wrapping up t- our coverage of today's jam-packed Nintendo Partner Direct. So we figured we'd take this time to discuss a few of the other things we couldn't get to earlier, such as... Dragon Quest treasures. And boy, didn't that look like a treasure? Who wants to go and collect treasures with me? Why did you say it like that? Yeah, when, 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 you know, why <laughs> you gotta be all creepy about Dragon, Dragon Quest? Quest oh, look, I wanted to. But how do you now, pronounce no. how, That's it. I can never. How do you pronounce No, uh, you pronounced uh, it right. It was, you just enunciated in strange yeah. parts. So like, it was it's like. T R E A, so trie. Like you were on a haunted hayride or so. Like yeah. It was like a. It was like a little weird. It's it Vincent Price here. <laughs> that was not a Vincent Price at all. But. Yeah. You could just keep. just No, just keep going. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm just gonna spell out the word treasure. <laughs> no. Uh, this is a. It's a. One of the probably the bigger games that people were definitely. I know in the uh, in the NBC Facebook group, people were definitely hoping that this game would appear, and it did. And it yeah. looks. I mean, it looks adorable. Yeah, it's I a have... spinoff of Dragon Quest Eleven. Mm-hmm. Stars Eric and Mia, who are two of the characters. Um, and Eric and Mia, I, I'm actually playing through Dragon Quest XI right now, and it's a bit of a tragic story. So I, I think going back to their younger days is very cute. Uh, looks like an action RPG. Uh, they're both obsessed with getting rich and treasure, so it makes sense that treasure is like the main theme. I, I like the art style, and Dragon Quest has a really strong history of strong spin-offs uh, over the years. So I think it's going to be good. Well yeah, said. The Dragon Quest Builders games are really mm. wonderful and yeah. i do slime. love it yeah, yeah i i like look like pa- like pac-man the dragon quest games generally are of very high quality and uh yeah you know sometimes there's a waggle game or, or two that that doesn't live up to the the brand <laughs> ah, yes. but like, dragon yeah. quest waggle usually you, you dragon can, quest swords or something like that yeah, yeah that's, that wasn't so good it wasn't super great no. but uh, Dragon Quest oh. Heroes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think Dragon uh, there was a whole lot of Dragon Quest games announced uh, a few months ago. Dragon Quest 12, of course. Uh, and uh, Dragon Quest 3 is going to that's another game that's getting an HD 2D uh, yes. look, which mm-hmm. I'm very excited about because Dragon Quest 3 is one of the OG great RPGs of all time. So yeah. Yeah. And it is very expensive to purchase <laughs> on the uh, on the second-hand market right now. Oh. But <laughs> 
I like the nervous laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 300 smackers gone again. Okay. Keep going. Uh, wait, look. I've, I have an addiction, okay? I like to shop auction sites. And yeah, sometimes yeah. I think maybe I can afford this. And most of the time, yeah. I can't. So... You and That's Brian can the do the QVC holiday special again. I know. Yeah. Can you can can you afford uh, returning to Monkey Island? It's funny you should mention that because at these prices you can't afford not to. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually going to be coming to the Switch first, and that was another big game return uh, uh, to Monkey Island. And that is a launch Switch exclusive. It uh, it will be on other uh, platforms. I'm going to guess all of them. Mm -hmm. yep. uh, but yeah, Everything. it's coming to Nintendo Switch first, which is kind of surprising because when I think of Monkey Island, I definitely don't think of Nintendo at it, all. Yeah, I mean, it has its roots uh, in the in the computer age. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, people used oh, to I play do. games on what their computers. Yes. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. and it used to be a point-and-click uh, adventure game. Uh, and, you know, obviously on the on the Switch, you'll be, uh, you'll be able to navigate with a stick nowadays. But they're very classic adventure games where you explore and you solve uh, puzzles. And, uh, uh, and, and, you know, in this franchise, it's always been about silliness, but also that sort of pirate adventure. You play as Guy, Guybrush Three Woods, uh, the mm -hmm. hero of the, the franchise once again and it's got an amazing score really uh, uh an earworm that will stick with you as well i'm not going to sing it now because then it'll never go away um okay. but yeah i'm looking Appreciate forward to that, that one too yeah is, is that a lucas arts game or were those it was, Sierra a LucasArts game. It was, it yeah. was uh, along with maniac mansion mm -hmm. kind of invented oh, humor right. in video games yeah 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 oh also one of the best nintendo power covers was that maniac oh, yeah. mansion one yeah it's so I guess they're classic censorship story from Nintendo too. <laughs> oh, please uh, expound upon that real quick. You can't just leave that hanging. Oh my gosh! I mean, there was the hamster, right? Well, yeah. Now you're putting me on the spot, but go look it up. Them. Oh, <laughs> yes. go to it's a classic one. One of one yeah. of the. Well, yeah, I guess we won't spoil it. But there's yeah. a, a horrible, wonderful thing that happens. There's a hamster in a puzzle, microwave, if I recall correctly. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which was inspired by the Gremlins movie, which mm. uh, not, not, I don't want to spoil that either. But there's some Gremlins involved. Mm -hmm. But all right, we also saw Sonic uh, Frontiers, yeah, a new area actually, cyberspace, which no one has ever heard of that term before. But a apparently, it exists. It's a it's a portmanteau of the words cyber mm -hmm. and space. Yeah. Uh, I, I was looking forward to seeing how uh, how the game would look on Switch, so I was not disappointed. I think it looks uh, yeah, I was it surprised. Looks nice. Yeah, I think a lot of people are kind of torn over the look of the overworld in in Sonic, and you know, does it stray too far from the from the more kind of vibrant, colorful, stripy design? But you can see in the cyberspace levels, you can see that that classic Sonic look is present, and the camera yeah. is different as well, right? Like sometimes behind them, sometimes uh, zooms out to the the, the side. Um, um, so I, I liked what I saw. I, I was curious how they would pull this off on the on the Switch, mm -hmm. uh, and it looks pretty good so far. Hopefully, it'll it'll uh, it'll run smoothly in the end. Yeah. All right. So um, that was our first look at the uh, gameplay, actually, from Sonic Adventures. But what we need to talk about is what wasn't at this Nintendo Direct Partner Mini. Let's just get right to it. Everyone thought we were going to get Final <laughs> Fantasy Pixel Remastered announced during this Nintendo direct mini we've got nothing no nope. nope it's never coming nope. to switch ever ever again um so we can all just give up and go home i mean it's on your phone anyway so just play it there but yeah what else was no tactics ogre. There. there was no tactics oh. ogre right yeah. tactics ogre yeah. got leaked on sony's playstation store and that seemed like a lock and, it's and, like, and, yeah. and everybody's pretending that it doesn't exist and it's like no they're, they're like it's coming obviously and uh I don't know why that wasn't part of this direct, and then it is at this point confounding that there's no Hollow Knight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, yes. I guess Xbox got it. Just Xbox like, got right. it, and that was I, I. I thought that would like a let a little bit of the air out of the tires yeah. for the Nintendo fans who are always in the comments before every direct. Oh my god. Um, not so much because people still want the release date and maybe you know. that's why they don't want to push it because it's a launch exclusive mm -hmm. uh, you know and yeah but it would have been nice to get another look at that game nintendo's like silk's on you're dead to me yeah. now <laughs> Shunbox. Shunbox. um like speaking of late games there was that golden eye remaster rumor yeah. for so long now mm -hmm. and we got through 
two Xbox conferences or whatever we call those things, showcases now. And now this thing, which is third party focus. And I was like, this is, this had to be the one and still nothing like there, there is like that theory that like Xbox and Nintendo were working together on this because everybody, the, the rights around GoldenEye, who owns the architecture of the levels and then who owns Rare, who owns the James Bond license, blah, 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 blah. A lot of parties involved, but I want to see this game. I want to play it on Switch, and it's just not here all summer so no, far. No, can I propose Agent 64? Yes, I just downloaded oh, yeah, that yeah, demo yeah, to Steam Deck, right. and it's yeah. really cool. I, I realized that really all I want is GoldenEye, but it's 60 FPS. That's yes. what I want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As yeah, opposed to the 13 FPS the original yeah. ran <laughs> If you're lucky. I know. Yeah, it was a, it was a slideshow. Um, there was, uh, you know, we saw that um, we saw uh, a new detective game called. Uh, I had to look it up. It's Lorelei and the Laser Eyes. Lorelei, oh yeah, course, I really the like the look of that famous mm-hmm. mermaid um, that used to hunt the Rhine River. Um, I uh, when famous I, when, I, when I was a kid, I befriended her briefly. No, uh, but Lorelei was cool, but it immediately made me think of that other detective game that people have been saying would be coming to the Switch, which is of course the Batman Arkham games. Um, oh, they right. were rumored to be part of this direct, which turned out to be bull. Every so single port was ever, yeah, from well, the 360 era, always going to be rumored for Switch. I know. Forever. Yeah. And, and I mean, it is coming true, right? You yeah. you worked on that uh, infamous IGN April Fool's video with everything is coming to Switch that gets crazier and crazier. And it's like, it's not a joke video I, anymore. Yeah, most like, of that video came true, yeah. except for the stuff we made up, yeah. um, which still should <laughs> Like come Vin to Diesel's custody battle simulator is not coming <laughs> to Switch, but everything else. Never announced. say never. Everything What's else. What's that? Oh, it, just, yeah. it just got leaked. It's being oh, published by Ubisoft. <laughs> okay. Yep. okay, all right. No, but, <laughs> but it's no longer funny. It's like everything third party from the last generation mm-hmm. and, and prior is coming to switch and so it was we were also, expecting batman we had one of these partner directs a couple of years ago and i believe one of the it, it closed with the hyrule warriors game mm-hmm. um yeah. which was you know technically first party published but i believe not in japan and so ah. there was some hopes of like the you know oh maybe maybe they're lying a little bit they're fibbing a little bit about what is actually going to be in this thing and like a game like bayonetta 3 yeah, yeah. which is not technically third party right it's it's like published and funded by nintendo is not is is still kind of in limbo right we haven't seen this game in so long at this point and that bums me out because there's there's yeah. a couple of games that I would have liked to see here today. But Brian it'll be in the July direct. <laughs> yeah, oh keep hope alive, right? <laughs> yeah. Don't say that. I was going to try to take time off in July and when they said that there was a partner mini direct I was like I'm not going to be able to. Well, we'll handle not. the upcoming indie direct or Nintendo oh, okay. whatever and then you'll come back for the Well, don't direct. forget uh, to for everyone. They also announced that tomorrow Ubisoft is doing a presentation and also Nintendo is doing its uh, call with investors, not an investor call. So there's still like oh. an endless summer of, of gaming news still to come. But Brian, I was also kind of surprised, but not surprised about Bayonetta 3. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we got a pretty substantial look at it last time. I guess that was quite a while ago now, but that was more than we had seen since what? The Nintendo Switch was first announced but uh, yeah oh my gosh it's I been so long at this point yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's the metroid prime 4 of bayonetta games yeah no bit. that's not true we've seen more of it that one is is still like that just hit the five-year anniversary of being a logo which <laughs> is <laughs> and I, I can't wait for it it's one of my most anticipated games but still it'll be on the next there. switch switch two yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i mean there's there's like all in all this direct was like really cool but it was like it i think that like having a first party event before this or near this or something like that would have taken like the the edge off of this one a little bit um because i think there was a lot of expectations here and Mm. it delivered on a lot of really cool stuff but like ultimately there's still a lot of games that we don't know anything about or haven't seen in a while that i want to know more about i for one am excited to play games from five years ago what about 10 years ago or 10 years or 20 years that's right there's a lot of nostalgia a lot of ports you want ports you're gonna get a lot of ports (laughs) that's how it's that's how it is every time now. i like how you said that like uh, used car sales you want ports you got ports we got ports here (laughs) yeah i really i i remember portal one really well i remember all the puzzles really well but if i was taking a, a a trip 
you know, going somewhere by train, like through the Carpathian Mountains or something. Yeah. I would love to mm, play sure. Portal. Not the train game. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm And so many the of these games, game. people right. never got around to actually playing, yeah. that kind of thing. <laughs> and I think ultimately it's going to be a fairly solid holiday season looking ahead to like Splatoon 3, mm-hmm. Pokemon. There's a rumor oh, yeah. of the Metroid Prime remake, which might get announced. And Rabbits. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is coming out. We didn't out even really talk month. about Rabbits. And that one, I mean, we did, but mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. looks, I mean, Ubisoft is going to be giving it a big push because it's one of their yeah. biggest games. So yeah, yeah, it's going to be a big holiday blockbuster for mm-hmm. Ubisoft, and we'll find out more about it tomorrow during their direct. And I'm also looking forward to the upcoming HD remake of the the Ball and Cup game coming to Switch, <laughs> the oldest game of all. So yes, from the developers of Stick and Hoop. Yeah, this big year. <laughs> yep, licking on a big lolly with your curly hair yep. like there's also there's then. throw rocks at the tree which is a great i game. love that one huge oh i'm a big yep i used to be on the on the leaderboards actually mm-hmm. Galaxy, so, <laughs> for that one so but unfortunately that is all the time we have for so that wraps up this special edition of nintendo voice chat thank you to my co-hosts for hanging out and talking nintendo today and to our lovely viewers and listeners for joining us, remember you can get new episodes of Nintendo Voice Chat every week on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. So be sure to tune in to the latest episode every week or just, you know, pick like any random episode from the last five years and it will still have just as much Metroid Prime 4 news as this week's episode, which is <laughs> which is none. And that can probably hold true until the Switch 2.0. So thank you for listening. And remember, Nintendo Voice Chat is the only show where you can get, get the, the thing. thing. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.